Kaizen, The Tragic Reunion, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 10, Hospice of Young and Beautiful Souls. Rehan Milena was a medic. It was his first day at the Hospice of Young and Beautiful Souls, and he was looking forward to being of service to the patients. The reception of the hospice was grand. It was built with glass and marbles, screen on every wall, doctors and other medical staff checking in for their morning shift. The hospice was built in a time bubble and getting employment there was a big deal. Rehan had to get a special tattoo on his arm and sign above about 100 different forms and get clearances to travel to the hospice. He wasn't allowed to talk about this place to anyone, not even recognize his co-workers outside of the hospice. The hospice had scouts everywhere in all timelines in the past and the future and recruited candidates. They found them and then they tested them for their values and strength before offering a position. This place was at the heart of medical and technical innovation and Rehan was exhilarated to be there. As he signed in at the reception the tattoo glowed blue that meant it had scanned him and he was fit to go into the hospice. Rehan could hardly believe it. He stepped on to the carolator and it took him to his destined floor. The carolator had taken getting used to it. So it was a piece from domed areas his poor unprivileged self had not seen it until a week ago when he came in for his final interview with the lost pirate as rehan walked to the reception for the ward that no one wanted to work on the terminally ill there was a huge commotion near the far end of the corridor a gateway door type thing had appeared out of nowhere the gate was closed but everyone around was standing prepared as though they knew what was going to come through the door Rehan steadied himself, clenched his fist and walked closer. He had been warned not to show weakness as the hospice was the saddest part on earth, a home from the abandoned, the diseased and for those who had given up on living altogether. The door creaked open and a pool of blood shushed in followed by a body. Rehan's first impression was how peaceful the woman looked apart from the blood pooling by her. She was thrown in and the gateway closed behind her as if it was an ambulance service. There was a flurry of activity around the woman. She was soon on a stretcher and it carried her to an examination room. The doctor in charge, Dr. M, had already given her a shot of nanobots, tiny microscopic robots to heal the body from inside. Again, a piece of ingenuity and a technological brilliance affordable only for the doomed areas. Rehan shook his head. He was a part of the elite now. He was in a doomed area for crying out loud. He steeled himself and walked over to the reception to see the name of the person he was shadowing, Doctor M. Great, Rehan thought and walked towards the room in which the injured woman was taken. He had to take deep breaths and calm his nerves before he entered. As he stepped over the threshold of the room, his tattoo glowed again, and Doctor M nodded at him to go inside. Ah, you must be the new medic starting today. Rehan, is it? Doctor M turned out to be a jovial guy. His smile and ease of body language immediately called Rehan's nerves. It was an absolute pleasure, sir. Rehan managed to croak out. I understand you were recruited from Africa. I expect everything is new to you. I'll take care of you. Now watch. Doctor M beckoned Rehan to come closer to the woman. This woman was transported to us. Usually, that means no one wants her, or she did this to herself. Our job is to figure out why. if she wants to live or not dr m was looking at the women's vital with a frown on his face how will we know 
Rihan tried to articulate a question hesitantly. Whether she wants to live? Well, we'll ask her, of course. Dr. M smiled. He loved showing off their AR system to new recruits. Hi. How? Rihan was acutely aware of how much he didn't know. Come, I'll show you. See, our first line of treatment is nanobots. The ones we have are great, fastest in the market. I've also inserted a small camera in her shoulder to take pictures of all damaged organ as we speak and the report should be coming up on that screen. Ah, there it is. Dr. M rubbed his hand together as though he was in sweet shop. Tell me what you see on there, Rihan. Dr. M pointed to a picture on the screen. She's incredibly lucky. Look, that bullet just got too close to her heart and this one missed the jugular. Rihan knew how human anatomy well and he couldn't believe how lucky this woman was. Look at her lungs. What do you see? Dr. M pressed on. They look fatigued. She must be asthmatic or Rihan hesitated. Or from a domed area living in some place where oxygen was in short supply for the body. Dr. M completed his sentence. Yes, that carbon monoxide rate suggests that she inhaled a lot of smoke too. Rihan showed Dr. M a toxicology report. Ah, I like that observation. Her lung capacity is greatly reduced. Poor woman. Who knows what she has gone through? Dr. M sighed. His jovial facade dropped and Rihan saw how tired and weary Dr. M looked. Rihan was unsure about what to do next. So he kept looking at the screen. The camera was sending pictures and nothing else seemed out of place apart from the obvious loss of lung capacity, bullets and blood loss. He turned around to find Dr. M standing at what looked like a giant processing machine. It was numerous dials and wires connecting to screens and other machines. A helmet lay next to it on the table and to Rihan, that piece of kit looked like it should be at transport terminal, not a hospital. This is how we'll know that this young lady wants us to do with her. Here are the steps to follow. Nurse Yessica is coming in to help in. In case you need it, I'll see you in a bit. Dr. M pointed to Nurse Yessica, a matronly woman with a kind smile who had just walked into the room. Meanwhile, Dr. M had put on the helmet and switched on some knobs on the machine. He connected a few wires to the machine that was regulating the patient's bodily function. Once he seemed happy with setup, Dr. M sat on a chair and closed his eyes. Nurse Yessica injected Dr. M with a blue liquid and put an oxygen mask on his face, just in case. Yessica loved explaining this bit to new recruits. What you are seeing here is an advanced virtual reality program. Dr. M is going to attempt to walk into this young lady's subconscious mind and ask her a few questions. Yessica explained whilst checking Dr. M's vitals and the patient's. Stage 1 has begun, dear. Jessica said to Rihan and pointed to the wire she had just connected. What is stage 2? Rihan asked inquisitively. In stage 1, the doctor opens the door in his subconscious mind and travels into the lady's mind. Then in stage 2, he will meet her there, talk and ask questions. One can never tell if this bit is successful. It depends on the trauma people have been through. Jessica's voice had dropped a bit. She never likes explaining the next part. Is there another stage? Rihan asked. He couldn't keep the incredulity out of his voice. Yes. The doctor will usually come out from this hypnotic state with a choice from the patient. Kill them, cure them, or Jessica hated this bit. Or 
Trihan was apprehensive about what he would hear next. Or if we want to keep them alive till they die, you know, of natural causes. Don't cure, don't kill, Jessica said in a hushed voice.